This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles with yours truly, the evil chocolate cookie. As you know, it is Saturday, and on Saturdays, we have a spotlight. Today, we are going to be spotlighting two players who qualified for the Tournament of Champions, but then subsequently were not able to appear. The reason they were not able to appear will become apparent when you find out who we're talking about. So the two contestants we're talking about today are Cindy Stoll and Braden Smith. For those of you who don't know, Cindy played in, I want to say 2016-ish. And Alex actually told quite a bit of her story in his book, which I would recommend you guys reading if you haven't already. Cindy told the contestant coordinators from the outset that they would have to speed up the audition process for her because she was dealing with colon cancer at the time and, you know, didn't really have much longer left to live because I'm guessing it was, like, so advanced or something like that, but, yeah, it was, it was bad. So she managed to get on the show And she did very, very well, considering she must have felt miserable the entire time. Six wins under those circumstances? That's like 200 for anybody else. Because just, I watched one of her episodes, I found it online. And I found an interview with her online. And she, bless her heart, she sounded like she felt awful. And it just... It broke my heart. I'm like, oh my god. So she did qualify for the ne- that next tournament of champions, but unfortunately didn't live long enough to play. I think Alex said she didn't even that she didn't live long enough to see her episodes aired, but they sent them to her on disc, so she did. So she did get to see them, which that's that's just awesome. Now, I don't remember her as well as I'd like to because that was in my TV drought. I I didn't have a TV at the time. But I've heard so much about her just from, you know, being part of the Jeopardy community and just reading these things. And, guys, that takes a lot of, that takes a lot of strength to be feeling that bad. And still be able to do that. Because Jeopardy is very demanding. You've got you've got to be on your feet for the taping. You've got all of this going on around you. And if you're not feeling good, that's going to make it even harder. So, yes, I definitely have to admire this. Like, a lot. The reason I'm spotlighting two people in one episode is because I didn't really know enough about her, just like her run and things like that, because I didn't get to see it. 
but I did I did hear about her from the Tournament of Champions that she was supposed to have been in and from Alex's book and from the Jeopardy subreddit plus like I said I did get to watch one of her games I found it online The other player we are spotlighting today, I did get to watch, and that is, of course, Braden Smith. Braden Smith was one of Alex's last, you know, really, really strong champions. Actually, I think he was the last one that, you know, subsequently qualified for, you know, the Tournament of Champions and things like that, and really made a big splash. But his his games aired in December of 20 and early January of 21. They would have all aired in December of January, except that the Jeopardy people decided to have mercy on our souls. Because, of course, as you know, Alex's last episode was originally meant for Christmas for Christmas Day. And they decided to push it back a couple of weeks. They decided to push those back a couple of weeks and pull out some some of the older ones. Like, it hurt bad enough seeing it when we saw it. But if we'd had to see it on Christmas, it would have been so much worse. But Brayden played in several of those. I think I think he ended up getting defeated. On the second episode of that last week, if I'm remembering correctly. It's, it's been so long that just keeping up with the dates and, and such, it's just, yeah, I, I'm not good at that. But we ended up losing him later that year due to some kind of complication of something. I'm not exactly sure what. Not honestly, not very long before the tournament of champions, that he was extremely, extremely excited to get to play in. I saw that online somewhere, in some piece that someone had written, and when the tournament of champions came around, they they did mention him. They did this really awesome thing at the end of the quarterfinal week. Buzzy Cohen just about had me in tears because if you'll remember he was hosting the Tournament of Champions and just the things the things that he said just I was just about to cry. But I wanted to spotlight both of these players together because one of them I didn't get to see very much of. And one of them, I don't remember very much, probably because of, you know, the emotional ouchie that struck me very soon after the le- after someone lost. But the, these two were amazing players, and it's very, very sad that we didn't get to see more of them. And that they weren't able to, you know, do what they had wanted. With that, I think I'm going to wrap this up before I make anyone cry like a baby. 
because we don't need to be crying like babies today because eh. so as always i am going to say good night thank you for tuning in and as alex would say so long everybody this is jamie t speaking for the jeopardy podcast in evil chocolate cookie production